Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Yo, yo, what it do? Blizz D, homie. I'm hanging out with the Misfits on the Who They Want podcast. If you ain't here, you ain't about it. Blizz D, homie. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, what it be, what it ain't, but what it really is. This is Psychedelic Chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. This is a little bit of a What it is, this is your boy Captain Capo Grown on standby for the run by with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. You ain't about it if you ain't here, so stay tuned. Grown. Yo, 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 this is FP3 chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. The one and only, stay tuned. What's up, y'all? This is Lady Tasha, better known as the Duchess, and you already know I'm rocking with the Misfits on a Who They Want Entertainment podcast show. And don't forget, go and download everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in or bow down, bitches. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Daddy, are you ready? Mm. Steady, are you ready? Oh, man, I can't wait to be who they want. Yo, 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 welcome back to the legendary, iconic, award-winning podcast show that does everything that they don't. Y'all are now tuned in to Who They Want Podcast Show. Really? Really, Duchess? That's what we're going to do during the intro? Okay. <laughs> but no, that's not people, part. Absolutely. <laughs> Man, it is Music Icon Monday, and we have a legend. In the studio amongst us, ladies and gentlemen, from one of my favorite, I'm talking about super fantastic favorite group, being that I am a 90s baby, so it's only fair to say it for me. You already know, we got Dr. Garfield, right? You heard me right? Dr. Dr. Garfield. Let's right. Right. Doctor. You feel me? We're going to put some respect on his name, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have him on just momentarily. He's sitting in the studio waiting on us to go <laughs> do I think you know? <laughs> so what's going? You know what? First thing I just want to say: rest in peace, Power Cole. That was a you know another great person who we lost. And absolutely, um, you know, um, you know they said he um, was battling COVID. 
unfortunately, and just send my blessings and prayers and condolences out to his family. Um, you know, we lost so many. It's hurtful, but people, please stay safe. Agreed. Get vaccinated and wear the mask. And that's all I'm going to say about that and everything. But Steady, how you doing today? I'm doing great. I am doing great, beloved. You know what I'm saying? Always working. I've been actually studying today, just even though I knew what we had going, because we've had this under wraps for quite a few weeks with the mass promotion. But just the excitement of knowing that, you know, we here tonight with an icon on our legendary podcast status mode tonight. So it's definitely epic. You already know. Yeah, that's the Zycon moment. And uh, we just going to get into it. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> um, yeah, he was also battling. Uh, we got the comments. The comments are going to be going crazy tonight. I'm quite sure. Absolutely. He was battling <laughs> cancer. She was letting us know that he had. Did, I knew oh, he yes, had another. Too. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Wow. Oh, gosh. You know, you just never know. Um, we got to just thank God. You know, we got to start taking care of ourselves. You know, I fell off around my birthday. I got in there and started working out again and stuff, eating right, right. everything. So we definitely got to start taking care of ourselves and everything. And <clears throat> just, you know, everybody just please continue to stay safe. I just can't get that out of my mind. You know, there's a lot of people out here for some reason. They just don't. They just want to rebel. <laughs> That's what I call it. Right. A lot it of people just rebel against like you know, life and staying safe. Like, I, I don't get it. I, I don't know what more we have to do, how many more people we have to lose before people understand that this is serious. And we got to take this serious. These are our lives. You know what I mean? You know, just, yeah. if you know, listen, if you don't want to get vaccinated, wear your mask, fine, but just have respect for me and others and stay away from me. You know what I mean? Because we don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying that to be funny. God, I know. <laughs> This is it's 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 getting rough, you know. This thing is not it's not going nowhere, and then it's coming back with a vengeance with variants. <laughs> you you feel me? He went and hooked up with all his cousins, his sisters, his yeah, distant cousins. Like, he done brought all his relatives to the yeah, forefront. They, like yeah. they got the whole Greek thing going on with the Omega and this and that and stuff, and the Delta. Lord, I mean, Jesus Christ. But Absolutely. anywho, um, you know, I just you know grateful and thankful that. I'm still here, you know, Steady's here. We're here tonight on the show, getting ready to have a dope show. Um, Kyle will be joining us a little, little bit later and everything, but I think we're just going to get into the show. And we can't keep the, I don't want to keep the doctor waiting. Dr. Garfield, right? Let's bring him in. <laughs> Absolutely. You out there cheesing, you all right? Y'all look crazy over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, hey, that is, you know, it's a lot going on nowadays and stuff, you know, and it's just, it's scary, you know? How did COVID, you know, how did you cope with this COVID thing? I mean, you know, it's, it, was, it was rough being in the house for a year. Yeah. But um, it forced you to pivot and kind of like do new things and kind of reinvent yourself and get more creative with regard to, you know, money making mm -hmm. and creating streams of income that you might not have had before and just being smarter, moving smarter, more efficient, um, or, to still, you know, uh, keep the sanity and um, still being able to connect with the people that, you know, define, you know, help define you in, in, in that link that allows you the, uh, you know, the mechanism to relax and to enjoy yourself, you know, 
um, right. that connection through that connection. So finding new ways to connect um, and making them meaningful and everything. Right. So that 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 was what COVID kind of you know did for me. Um, I learned Pro Tools, so I'm you know instead of having to go to different studios and get vocals recorded by some yeah. engineer, I can do it myself now, and it is my creative process because it allowed me to create a whole lot of material. Now I'm doing a solo album. Right. Off track in the albums, you know, it's, it's all acapella. Like the tracks themselves are acapella tracks, Ooh. the drums and the trumpets, and then I'm singing songs on top of that. But it's all me, wow. and so but I, I only fell into that because of COVID. COVID wow. I wrote a book. Right. Um, yeah, you know, I was reading. I was reading. I didn't get to see that, but yeah, and stuff like that. So you know, and that's going to be residual income when I put it out. It's going to, you right. know, so it's not space specific stuff like that. So I thought it through on, on those levels. I've always, you know, food wise, I'm a vegan. I've been vegan for a while. Yeah. I see that. Are we going to get into that too? I see you vegan and you must be feeling good with that as well. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I just turned 52 on um, October the 12th. Sure, stop I, don't, that. I don't feel like what I thought 52 was going to be when I was younger. I don't feel like what I am. Right. You know, I'm 52 years old for sure. 1969. Yeah, no. It's important to have a good diet to try to work out as if you can, you know, just being consistent. You don't, you don't gotta be pushing 500 pounds and all that, but right, something consistent right. that you can keep too, that's in your wheelhouse, that don't tax you too much, but that you just keep building on, get a little bit more endurance towards it, boom, 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 fitting your mm -hmm. schedule. And your, your body responds to it, just like a cactus in the, in the desert. You know, right. give it a little bit of water, but the water that it gets, it's trained itself to distribute that and make it sustainable over time until it gets the next. So your body's intelligent. It'll learn, you know, what you as long as you're putting something good, it'll give you something good back, you know. Right. So I just, right. all those things, COVID has really brought to the fore even more because people who aren't being in shape or aren't doing those things, the enclosed space and the real stressed out movement is adding to a, a scenario that could get you sicker or potentially get you more susceptible, you know, immune system wise right. to being sick. Got you. So, right. You know, That's all those things. So, and can know. I just tell you, as you sitting here speaking, you have, even when you're talking, you have that same cool, suave thing that you have when you're singing. <laughs> do, do you get what I'm saying, Steady? I mean, he just got, you know, <laughs> like, cool, it's definitely suave. still there. Like, it doesn't change. <laughs> You know, and you sitting here just talking, having a conversation with us, and it's still there, and it's natural. Gosh, oh well, I man, appreciate that. I'm not aware. But um, Lisa Marie said you're looking great, Doctor Bright. That's right. We want to never Doctor Bright. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate Doctor Bright. You know, I'm still just G to me to myself. You know, I accomplished that academically. You mm -hmm. know, and it's something that I, you know, a terminal degree is something for my family legacy. Right. Um, it's something I, I, I strove for and I stuck to it, you know, proved a lot to myself by reaching that because that's a pledge process. People don't know that until they go through a doctoral program. But to get right. that, oh, to do the I part, to do and so I did it, you know, I didn't do it to be accepted by the academy. I didn't even get hooded right. at a graduation ceremony. I, I forewent that. I did it right. for myself and my legacy and my posterity, my sons. And, um, and because I'm fascinated by education, I wanted to see what was next to keep going and stuff right. like that. So because of that, of course, I worked hard, but in my mind, I'm still G. Like, it didn't define me. But right, some people, right. regardless of what I think, they looking at me like, you know what? I'm proud of you. I'm going to give you your stripes, bro. I'm going to call you doctor. I'm quite sure I'm going to slip up and call you G or Garfield. Yeah, you know, and that's fine. Like, because I'm that. You know that, I'm, that doctor right there, you know? You know, I earned that, and I'm proud of that, no yeah, doubt. And I don't try to dissociate myself from that at all. But um, you know, it doesn't define me as a, as Garfield. You know, um, right? 
that's not a status thing. I wasn't doing it for a status symbol. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did it because I like learning and I messed around and went all the way to a terminal degree with it. Got an award off of my dissertation. Yes. Um, yes. College of Arts and Sciences and stuff. I had a 4.03 GPA. Like I really, really did that. And um, yes, but I'm still G, you know. <laughs> so. I like yeah. I like that humbleness is so raw. I love it. <laughs> so as um, you said, now you there's something you mentioned. You said it runs in your family, right? So yeah, um, it basically does. My my my, right. my my dad and mom both work for you know the National Education Association okay. and, and Alabama Education Association. You know, they they were both steeped in education and. They told, you know, early on, I went to school in Alabama, um, a, a first through third grade on the College of Alabama State University, the Hornets. I went wow. to the Early Childhood Center on that campus. People from Montgomery, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Right, and, um, right. So in my younger days, I saw black college students in my view every day. I thought that was just some normal stuff. Once you got big, you was going to go to this black college. That's just right. what we do as black people. That's what I, I, as a baby, as a kid, being on that campus for my schooling and then walking across the street onto the campus to, to get with mom and dad by five o'clock so we can go home. And I'm on that, right. I'm the guy on the side of the football, in the football games, I'm on. A, I'm the guy on the side pumping the Gatorade for the team, throwing the football <laughs> at the quarterback or at the basketball games, you know, at halftime, the little kids that be playing on the court that shouldn't be out there. I'm one of the little boys shooting there. But how you get down there? That's me. I'm that guy. <laughs> So, you know, I was I was just in, in a college world. And so education and black people was like peanut butter and jelly to me. I thought it right. was supposed to be. So when I grew up, I always thought that black people just went to college because that was my reality. Right. Right. I saw a whole bunch of black excellence in my face at all times. Yeah, so when I got older, I went to Howard, you know, and that's where we, you know, Shy met. And, you know, it was a foregone conclusion. And I was, you know, going. It wasn't even like a big deal to me. It was just that's what we do. Oh, how is it? Looking back, I, I realized that was the tutelage of my parents and just instilling education early on. I learned how to read at around age three or something like that, something crazy. Right. And um, that allowed me to start school a little bit early. I graduated. I was 17 in Howard as a freshman. Thought I was thought I was okay. going to get no I thought I knew everything. How you put me on a waiting list back in 1992? I got into Syracuse. I got in Virginia State, but they put me on a waiting list. So that's Damn. a big deal. Cause how it was like a big deal back then for you to, you know, so yeah, you know, for sure. That was the only school I applied to. Like if I didn't make it in, there, into it, the I just wouldn't have been in school. Um, I had basketball scholarships and stuff like that, offers and stuff like that around the area of Massachusetts and stuff. But I just, I wanted to go to Howard. <laughs> oh, really? So you was a hooper back in the days. You played ball. Yeah, I, I played, I played ball, you know, I played AAU ball, I played ball for my high school, Brockton high school, Brockton, Massachusetts, the boxers. And my senior year was ranked like 22 in the nation by the USA Today thing that comes out. And yeah, oh, coach, man. coach Vic Ortiz was our coach. He was a legendary coach. And really? we had cats on our team that went to, you know, Curtis, you know, um, Jackson that went to DePaul. Um, Curtis Bostic went to the University of Cincinnati. Troy Bostic. Um, Orlando Vandross became a coach, like a real big coach all throughout. Um, I think wow. he went to FIC and some other places. But there was a lot of talent on our team. Michael Shelby. You know, just, right. you know, we played against Cambridge Ridge and Latin. Patrick Ewan's high school was our rival high school. Ramil oh, Robinson really? was somebody who we played against who ended up going pro, you know, played for Michigan and went pro and stuff like that. But Coach Russell Jarvis was the coach of that team, a legendary coach in his own right and stuff like that. The high school coach for Pat. He and the coach. Is he related Brown. to Mike Jarvis? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Mike Jarvis was the coach. Oh, Mike Jarvis. Was his son. Yeah, Mike Jarvis was the coach. And yeah, he had a Mike Jarvis Jr. Yeah. When I was at St. John's. Yeah, so that coach came from Cambridge and Latin. My right yeah. high school he was that coach. And That's stuff like right. That. So they are from Massachusetts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that yes. was. Oh, Jarvis is the, is the man. I was gonna say was the man. He's, he's the man. 
And yes. so, um, you know, I played ball against them cats. That was our rival school. And, you know, Lance died. And there was a couple of cats on that gym, Ash Hill. That was just, just, just crazy, though. You know, and that was just forging metal meets metal. And I played AAU ball. I, I started, you know, I made the, the team out of all the kids in Massachusetts. It was only like 16 spots, like 300 kids trying out. So I was balling. I had like a 38-inch vertical, you know, wow. saying I was 6'2", 180, you know. So, oh, so yeah, you was the you was the average basketball player there. Yeah, that that the size right there. That was it back in the day. Yeah, back then shooting guard, you know what I mean? Shooting guard, yeah. So wow. it was fun, you know. I played ball. I had house. I was trying to dunk on everybody in mama when I went to Howard. You know, I, <laughs> I was sneaking in basket hang just a little bit of half court. My boy is still the ball. I take off, he throw it, I'm, I'm sideways Jordan it. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or did you try out for the team? I was going to try out. This is the truth right here. I was going to try out, and I was naive to the protocol. And I had been playing like the guys that were going to try out play ball with each other all summer long. Cross street at Banneker, it was like all a good run would be at Banneker, cross street, and then downstairs in the um, old gym and the intramural. And I was balling out, dunking on everybody. I was like, you know, it's like six of us. I was like at least one of the top two. And so when tryout time came, it was like five o'clock in the morning. It was still black outside. I got up there, ready to go on the court and show what I know. And the dude stopped me. He was like, yo, where's your white slip? And I was like, what white slip? He was like, you had to have a drug test to come try out. I was like, yo, I ain't know, you know, I thought we just try out. And if you like us and we got a chance to make the squad, then we go do all the stuff that's right. necessary to make sure we, you know, I didn't know I had to have that just to try out. So right. they didn't let me try out. So I'm sitting there watching kids that I used to just straight bang on you know make, 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 make the right. squad. you know what i mean a couple of dudes that did play like ralph josie just a point guard he was nasty he was like a local he was nasty yeah. but it was you know but everybody else out there i had game for you know i had work for that but was a big thing pan out the shot happened so i'm not mad at it you know yeah, like, no you can't out. be mad at, mad at that so <laughs> no one, okay so you you okay so you came from a family background of education so you was mm-hmm. expected you know, to go on to school, which you did and you finished, but yeah. you took a pause to join the group Shy when you met up with your brothers at Shy. Okay, what was that transition like for you and your family? What, what, the, when we what got a deal or just? You telling your family, listen, hey, you know, I, I know what, you know, what you expect of me, you know, what my goal set out to do, you know, going to get an education, but I'm pausing right now because I want, you know, I want to go with my brother Shy, you know, the well, group on this group and you know my pops was all for it because that was like his dream you know he was in the air force and he was in the singing group and they was traveling all over the world i think it was called the mystics and so he never really got to totally fulfill that outside of the context of the air force um Mm -hmm. but they they won all the competitions like they got a little popularity within that circle and so when i played him the song if i ever as our demo and he was like damn and um you know that you know he was like well yo if if and then when the, the, the record deal stuff started materializing, he was like, bruh, go for your dream. This is once in a lifetime. Like, you know, right, just go, right. do that. But mom was a little more skeptical because she wanted me to be able to fall back on something. And as a mother would, you know, she as didn't know how to you know, really if we would get signed. And, and, you know, if I ever was like, she was like, it's a beautiful song, but you know, the industry and, you know, just, you know, and then when the deal materialized and a few weeks after that, we were in Arsenio Hall and I was flying my mom to LA to come to Arsenio Hall show to watch me. Then that's when she was like, dang, this boy, this boy really didn't do it. Yeah. Like, this boy is really in the industry for real. Like, this is this is really happening. And then two weeks later, Jay Leno, and, you know, then the rest is. Was so it just so, happened that fast like that. Instant sensation. It was I crazy. And then as soon as it happened, we were overseas in Europe. We didn't, early on, we didn't get a chance to be in the States 
capitalizing off of our newly found kind of celebrity and stuff like that. People knew the song. They didn't know what we looked like yet because we didn't even right. do the video yet. We were still right. doing promotional tour because our label, MCA, our president at the time, Randy Phillips, had real great relationships with the European market and MTV and all those different resources overseas right. that buy right. records and break albums. So they got us over there and broke us over there. Like we was mass. We were like huge over there before we even came back to the States. Really? You know? So yeah, you know, we were late to it. And then because of that too, black radio felt like we alienated them. They thought we were calling the shots when it was our label doing all this oh. stuff. But when we caught wind of the fact that they were looking at us sideways, because groups like Silk and you know H-Town had ingratiated themselves with black radio, you know, they, they were like, What's up with Shy? You know, brother went to Howard, they're gonna try to be all stuck up. But it wasn't us. She was just we right. were just was trying to record deal and the label said go here. We was gonna label then we yeah. realized that we had to get a critical thinking eye to it and like look. We can't edit. So we had to pull a few power moves, you know, that cost us relationships to make sure we went to black radio stations from that point. Even mm. going as far as doing Baby I'm Yours video back at Howard's campus to show people, yo, we right, can't. Right, right. And also to make it be a promotional tool to make people want to come to Howard too. But to let people know this is where we come from. There's no way we sell now. We come from right, the Mecca. Right, right, and right. I was in the nation of Islam for crying out loud. Like, Y'all don't y'all know who y'all really dealing with with me. People got it twisted on the outside looking in. They don't really know my background. but. Yeah, so it was all of that going. I was like, we nah, we're not gonna be labeled like that by the by the radio station. We gotta really sit down and let them know what it is. So we kind of straightened it out by releasing Comforter. We had to dare our label to release Comforter before releasing Baby I'm Yours. Mm -hmm. They were never gonna release Comforter. They thought really? that everybody was. They thought that they didn't have the. They didn't realize. You know, we kept telling them as human commodities who are in the marketplace, but we're commodities. But we human, so we can hear what people want and hear what they talk right. about. And all the heads in the hood was like, "Yo, I love that. If I ever jump on yo, my joint is comforting, yo, my joint." So we go back to our label and report out as product that can speak. Yo, the, the marketplace is feeling comforted. And basically, they treated us like you know, like how they did LeBron with "Shut Up and Dribble." They basically yeah. treated us like you know, just shut up and, and play your part. And let us do this business thing. Right, and so right. Being Howard, Howard dudes, we stood on our square and was like, "Nah, man, I'm telling you." So instead of just dismissing us, which they actually would have the power to do, they wanted to make us look bad. So they were like, okay, we're going to put out your comforter and show you what's what. So they put no money behind it, put it out for the real cheap video. But on the strength of the appeal of the song, when it became a single, people actually requested it at radio stations. People actually bought it. And without no push, it went to the top 10 on Billboard and it sold gold coming out the gate with no push. Wow. So then they were forced to release Baby I'm Yours next. And they put money behind it to get it played and do all the stuff that they didn't do for Comforter. And they got about the same amount of sales and the same mm -hmm. chart position. So, but right. we would never had Comforter out there had it not been for us telling our label that, you know, it's time for us to Because right. that's a more urban sound than Baby I'm Yours. Ur Baby I'm right. Yours was a dope song, but it was more pop. Right, and, right. Um, so, you know, that's how right. we played it. And we got lucky and got three singles on that first album, which only would have gotten two, I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. Wow. So we got Jacqueline Love. Up in the comments, she said, you're looking awesome. And I just want to give a shout out to her because when I told her you was coming on a show, she took me all the way back and said, her and Von Hopper interviewed y'all. Von you Hopper was the man, yo. <laughs> you can put that. That's what she's talking. She's talking to him right now. She interviewed you. I remember when Von Hopper interviewed you from WBLS, The Quiet Storm. This is Jackie Love. Maureen, well, Maureen what's up, bro? Oh, <laughs> oh, right now in America. What? Uh, yeah, Yo, was with me on this wild night one time, man, with us. Like she said, she actually probably saved, saved, saved me and done. <laughs> we got this crazy brawl one time in our promotional tour because our label really? didn't, we didn't have security. Our label didn't really think they didn't really realize what they had. Like so, they put us on a roll with no security. 
So we were on the road with no security in a club. I'm singing the thing, comfort or something, and then some guy was there with this lady at the on the front of the stage, and the girl was kind of you know spazzing out a little bit, you know, you know, she kind of lost it for a second. She didn't realize she was with a man or something, and wow. so dude was kind of like kind of pissed off about it and kind of mouthed and stuff. I mean, you know, I, I kind of clapped back, and next thing you know. Mid show, it was just on. I mean, you know, we was really? go in, and it was a big bro, you know. And, and the but SWV's bodyguards like caught caught me in mid air. I was diving on the pile. They caught me in mid air and took me outside to what was really? what, 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 in the limo. It was crazy. They, they but it was like it would have been bad. It would have been all bad. I think I broke a Heineken bottle. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, wow. Those yeah. days were just wild. We was just young and crazy and just wild, and you know, we having fun. We were Howard people, but you know. We have a security man. We had to we had to defend ourselves, and so you know, it was just crazy. Right. But those yeah, are the fun days. Said, um, she remember you at the nineties. Jackie Love said. Maureen said hello, and said she remember you at um at the nineties at Madison Square Garden at the Budweiser Superfest. Silky sweat. Amazing. Yeah, that was it. That was everything. The yeah, Superfest was everything. Yeah. That was like He's Al right. Heyman put on a hell of a your production. That's where. Shy SWV H Town J Silk. Yes. That's what we all kind of came out of and got our stripes, you know, when we started. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? And the band that they work with us. It's my day. So let's just talk, let's take it back back when when you and Shy, when the group first started out and everything. So you said um if I ever was your demo. It was our demo, it became our demo. At first, originally it was just our practice song. We just created an acapella song. You know, to like to practice our long notes, the harmonies, the blend, the crescendos, the breath control. It was a song that had all the elements to make us make sure we were on point with all that. And we would sing it for, on a, or we practiced. That's the song. It, we would sing Comforter, Baby I'm Yours, and If I Ever as our practice songs, a cappella, or sometimes with piano accompaniment down in the fine arts right. um, building in the, in the little soundproof rooms. We would go down there and sing those songs over and over and over and over again just to get you know, our, our harmonies tight and stuff like that. So when we did this one show, the only show we did was this one show before we got a record deal. And we did that at Crampton Auditorium. And it was like Apollo. It was like the football players from the school and the New York crowd would come there. And no matter what the talent was, they, they wanted to beat Apollo so bad. So they just was ready. To, they had drinks in their system and they were ready mm -hmm. to boo people just, just to have fun for them. Right. But, um, the artist was like incredible artists that were there. It was a whole bunch of end up like would be signed to label artists like Eric Robeson and mm. Tracy Lee and Dawn Allen from Pure Soul and Ooh. you know people okay. like that were in this show and then we happened to be in this show too and you know we, we happened to go last I think and um really? we didn't get boo we got an encore we went and did all these voice to men songs and um they loved us and they wanted the encore we came back out and we didn't have any more songs on our little dat tape for our performance what are we gonna do well you want to do a cappella joint all right so we got to the front of the stage and cranked up if I ever and by the and second time the chorus came crazy. around, the crowd was actually singing the chorus. On, never heard the song, wow. but the second time, and because of that effect, and I'm the hard ice grilling dudes was actually singing our joint. We were like, "Yo, if it can hit them like that, let's try to get a record deal with this joint." Because yes. something, something's about this song, and so that's how it went down. And from that point on, I was officially like in the group, and we we went and tried to get this record deal. And but we only did one show before then. Right. Uh, hey, fam. On they say, hey, fam. So you got the ladies What's in the it? comments tonight. They're going to be here for you. <laughs> They're going to be here for you. Definitely got an audience. Even get some panty emojis thrown up in here, too. Now, have you ever had that happen? You panties thrown to you on the stage and stuff? <laughs> only, only like people think, you know, that's, that happens a lot. You know, I, for me, I, it happened like twice. Like maybe it two happened like twice. Into so their, yeah, it only like twice. 
But I know a lot of artists that always get fannies thrown at them. <laughs> I just, you know, we just never, I, you know, I guess because I don't know why. It just, you know, it happened overseas, like Jamaica. Right, you know, right. And uh, right. somewhere else we were, like a Midwestern state. Some lady did it at a show. And it got stuck to my shades, like the panties was hanging off my shades. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. like, so, <laughs> I was trying to get them <laughs> because I, I sing a lot with my eyes closed, right? And I have my shades on, so people probably know I have my eyes closed. So I felt something hit my head, but it was soft, so I didn't think nothing of it. And I just had my eyes closed, just doing my thing. And when I opened my eyes, it was this thing hanging down. It wasn't touching my skin; it was just kind of over, yeah. Right and then I was like, "What the hell?" And I was trying to pick it, and I realized this: this is, this is panties. I saw the little white cotton part. I was like, this is that was the only time. That was the only time. <laughs> That's so, perfect accuracy, though, to hit some shades like that. They got me. They got me. They got me. So yeah, that, um that now how, how, like when you 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 y'all Sean met at Howard. Y'all didn't know each yes. other before Howard. Howard Howard Ice. Like Darnell is my roommate freshman year when I was 17. Before okay. we thought about Howard. And then the other two guys. Were Alpha Phi Alpha members, all three of those dudes were alphas together, and the group started based on being alphas. So I came in because that big show I told you about, it was five of them, five right. alphas about to do that show, but two of them right before the show, they kind of, I don't know, I think they chickened out and they quit. So it was only three of them left. I know they I had been, I had been, me and Darnell had kind of like became friends again after he pledged. We kind of like came out tight again. I started hanging out with him. So I would go to his rehearsals with his group at the time, and I was just in there without a job, and I still had housing. I was married. My dad had claimed me on his taxes, so my financial aid got revoked. So I didn't have classes at the time, but um, I had a temp job. But a big two weeks would go by, I wouldn't get to get a job. So I was just hanging out with Darnell at the fine arts room. So I learned all the parts by osmosis. And when the dudes quit, he was like, yo, gee, we need a fourth member for this show. Yo, I know you know the bass parts. I was like, I, I done picked up the bass. You right, you right. So I, that's how I ended up being in shy because I agreed to do that show with them when those two dudes quit. Wow. And that's how I was a guy that's not an alpha in the group that originally was supposed to be all alpha, five alpha members. Oh, so they was originally supposed to all be alpha men. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. And I just kind of yeah. happened to be at the right space at the right time when they need that fourth member to do this show because they, they went from five-part harmony to just three. And you need, you know, you need at least yeah. three notes and then an octave right, right. You know, to have a sound like that. So, and I knew I did, I did kind of like learn all the bass parts just by being in there all, all every day for like four or five months practicing and um so then you know by the time we did that show we were seasoned like we were just we had it so tight you know and right. i ended up just staying in the group and then we ended up trying to get a record deal after that and from there right. we actually got it and i was in shock right you know? right so you you a bass singer right so well like, i think i can sing i don't consider myself a bass singer but a lot of times we shy i do oh. the bass notes right but like the dude from the Temptations and stuff like that's a bass singer. Like right, and I was like, about to ask, like are those are some of like, the idols people you looked up to, and you. Oh hell yeah, them. I looked up to all those dudes from that era. Because well, like, <laughs> every single one, like we just did a show two nights ago in Pueblo, Colorado, and we had a lot of old school groups in there too, like on um, Sly Slick and Wicked, like the old heads, and they they give us props first of all, which is always right. just like dang, they giving us props. You know, these dudes are our idols, and um, right. but um. He let us know that they appreciate what we did, but we told them we standing on their shoulders. You know, y'all are the giants we standing mm -hmm. on. And a lot of the stuff that we learned that we supposed to be conscious of, like you need to have a base in your situation. You need, we learned it from y'all's dynamics and stuff like that. We right, wouldn't have known right. that you're supposed to have that in the mix had it not been for us really digging what y'all did and stuff like that. So they appreciated right. that. But I do bass, I, you know, I got a falsetto. I, I, I do different little things. I got my own little 
little version. And on this acapella album that's coming out, um, mm -hmm. called Off Track, you'll see all the different, because I'm doing all the instruments. So some of them, I'm doing all the bass lines, I'm doing trumpets, I'm doing string lines, I'm doing yeah. kind of piano things with my voice. And wow. then I'm singing a song on top of that, doing falsetto. So you'll hear like all of these different tenor, baritone, bass, soprano. Yeah, there's a different type of instruments with your voice. That's what you're Yeah, doing. yeah. It's like a, I'm actually building a real track. It's going to sound like it's a track, but when you listen to it, it's like it's me. Yeah, but it's going right. to be EQ to where, you know, you're going to have a nice reverb on the snare. And it's oh, going to sound man. like a full, like a drum. Like it's going to really sound like that. But I'm going to be singing on top of that. But I'm making up these oh. tracks in my head, but they dope. They coming out dope. I'm, I'm really. It's not like it just envisioning <laughs> it now. Like it's super. It's kind of like a real soul vibe, like a neo soul. It's kind of like you can ride to it. Kind of like a vibe. Kind of like a you know, like Solange her album. How you can just ride to Solange album. It's got that tempo. Yeah, Solange, got yeah, she's got a nice smooth like. Yeah, yeah. but it's real cleverly arranged. Right. The writing is nice. The arrange, you know, it's it's just a cool feel. You know what I mean? Like something like it's it's in that vein. It's my version, but it's in those kind of Badu-esque, Solange-esque, yeah. maybe some other stuff, music so childish-esque, you know, Badu little Dwayne-esque. You know, if you can mix all them and they yeah. can all have a baby, it'll be probably what I'm about to put up. But um, I just want to know, Monet, she wants to know, are you going to be in Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn, I, I always love going to Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn is, my man right now stay on Troop Street, you know, Quincy and Troop over there. Really? Um, Throop. <laughs> I always say through. <laughs> but yeah, right over there, you know, um, Vesta. Um, but I love Brooklyn. And um, I love New York, period. Like, that's just a dope energy in New York. Yeah. I love Simply 21 when I want to go buy some clothes. Like, that's my really? spot. But, um, yeah, yeah, so. I'm from Queens, so I'm up, up here in New York. And yeah, Queens is dope, too. Queens, Queens is dope. Far Rockaway all the way to Hollis. Queens got it on lock. Oh, I love Queens. Far, far Rockaway, yeah, yep. Far Rockaway. <laughs> so you know about Queens, Queens. Queens, Queens. Queens, come on, the legends come out of Queens, and you can't front. <laughs> you know sure. Yeah, the back in them days too, a lot of um basketball plays came out from Queens too. Yep. So back you know, Test, one of my, my favorite ones, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Ron Artest, I went to school with him in St. John. Yeah. Ron Artest is the, is the man. Uh -huh. yeah. People want to call him crazy, but I love that dude, man. Yeah. So this um this this album you're working on, is, it's your solo project? It's a solo project, yep. Okay. So, but it's, I mean, you know, it's ordained by the, you know, the group. They, you know, since okay. certain fans finally wanted me to do something like that, and, and the group was like, yeah, you know, and they're going to, some of them going to appear on some of the songs. Darnell's going to be on a couple of my joints oh, okay. and stuff like that. So it's like it's with their blessing and stuff. <laughs> you know, right, I'm not right. breaking those shot right. nothing like that. I'm just doing the project. It's, I'm only doing this one too. Right. I just want to my bucket list. I just want to do an album one time to see what you know. And so right, I'm, right, I'm gonna knock right. it out. But D and so myself and Darnell are also doing an album, a D and G project, just the two of us. And this, oh, really? This, oh, and it's different. It's gonna have some of the harmonic elements, but it's gonna be more free, like like some Sly and the Family Stone meets like Ooh. Uh, meets the roots. <laughs> I can't even. It, it's it's a funky, soulful, deep soulful sound, but it's got like elements of hip hop, like that that Sly and the Family Stone Parliament kind of sound. But then also, because the Parliament Funkadelics used to be the Parliaments before they became Funkadelics, they were singing right, harmony. Right, right, right. So right. it's got a lot of they got a lot of like real understanding of chords and stuff, but it's camouflaged by that funk. But right, we got right. like hip hop, funk, jazz. It's like a like if you can picture Fela mixed with some Pete Rock mixed with some, I can't I can't even explain. But it's fly right. with some Roy Ayers. If wow. you can put all them together, you're gonna get what kind of me and D. So is it in. just y'all um doing like all the productions and everything, or do you have outsiders like? Well, for that album for the D and G project, we doing probably um a few things to get a baseline. 
but there's some other cats that we know that's crazy talented that's in our circle that you know we probably do something um with some of those beats too and stuff like that um i got i got some people you know in my circumference that are just super talented like producers man just along the way like, you know how you just meet people along the way organically and find out that they're just incredibly talented <laughs> and like right, you know right, they're just right, good people yeah. on top of that so y'all click as people but then by the way let's do a project you know i got a lot right. of that popping that i never kind of overused it or nothing like that so it's still right. like, i'll use it for this like okay well yo let's get busy you know so now, Shad, you got some new members, right? From yeah, yeah, but they really old heads in the industry, even though they new members. Old heads in the industry. And so, oh, okay. one of them, Dwayne, you know, um, he comes from the group Riff. If you looked at the movie Lean on Me, yes. in the bathroom, oh, there he's one of the dudes in the from the group Riff, and um, he ended up after Riff star started to diminish a little bit. Like three of those guys went to a group called Men of Vision, you know. Let me be mm -hmm. your housekeeper, babe. Yes, Men of Vision. Men of Vision. So Dwayne and I'm going to Men of Vision, right? So in Men of Vision is another dude named G Fly. So Dwayne ended up being over there with his brother Chill and Mike Best from Riff. You know, it's it's just, and it was, I was passionate about it. And when you're passionate about something, you learn more. Sure it is. Absolutely. True sure words were never spoken. Sure that is, no, sure that, that is so true. So you know, are there any, um, uh, besides the guitars, any other instruments you're um, into playing? I, uh, so I, I, at least when I make demos, I, I always play my own bass and I like playing bass. I think it's a fun instrument to play. Uh, I, I have, I have, you know, two keyboards here next to me, but I'm not very good at it, but I, mm -hmm. uh, I do play it. I mean, my, my mom, my mother was a, a piano teacher, but I, I didn't mm -hmm. inherit that. It was my brother. He, my brother got all the piano skills and, mm -hmm. uh, I got n none of it. So uh, it's it's a struggle, but I make it happen because I I do like to write music on on a piano, so or, mm. or on a keyboard. So mm. I, I I sort of put up with it, <laughs> and right. uh, I do play I play drums. I actually wanted to be a drummer originally. That's how mm -hmm. I started out with rock and roll. It's like I want to be a drummer. Okay, okay, okay. And how did COVID treat you with your music and stuff? Like, did you notice like any type of change with the new type of music you was? you know, creating and stuff, like from the, because um, you're playing the guitar and stuff. I'm basically thinking of, you know, a rock and roll band, guitar, always high spirited up and up, you know, energy and stuff, you know, right. everything that was going on yeah. with the COVID and stuff. And then you had the stuff with the, you know, the police brutality and everything. Did that shift and change for you and stuff? I think it's, it's, uh, it's like one of those, mood. it's just, uh, it, it, it's such a shock. That yeah. you, you it's almost i almost it's almost like a reset and and you have to start over and and rethink everything you you've ever learned <laughs> and kind of start over again and I, I think that it made me uh it's gonna sound weird but it made me more realistic i think right yeah right it's more about because you know I'm, my whole life you know i wanted to be you know a rock musician i want to be on stage i want to perform and all those things and uh, I think it sort of helped me realize that maybe uh, it's not always what you want that matters in the world. So it, it's uh, sometimes you just have to, you know, come together and, and, and figure something out as a whole instead of uh, just thinking, okay, what should I do for the rest of my life? You know, maybe we should think about what we what we're gonna do for the rest of our lives, and we gotta right. you know, gotta work together. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Gotcha. So but, um, and. and 
and, and speaking of the pandemic, you did um you was part of a benefit, is that correct? And everything? Yes, I, I did. Oh, uh, that was, that. Yeah, that was uh, I think that was oh my god, almost a year ago. It's weird. Uh, time is has been weird lately. So Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, at some point it felt like it stood still for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, in one way it did. And uh, it, it stood still in one way, but it also I try to find ways to entertain myself or to keep busy. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. it's been six months, like, whoa. And, uh, yeah. and here we are. But uh, now it's been like a year and a half, which is crazy. I never thought it would take that long, but uh, here we are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. That's how it goes. Yeah, so that was called the Let's, um, Let Me Help Celebrity Benefit and everything. Um, you teamed up with some yes. of the, some of the great artists and stuff. So what was that experience like um, working with them, or teaming up with them? Oh, it's always good. I think it's always good when you can do something together to uh, help uh, help others, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, there's always people that need help. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, no matter how much you help, there's always somebody else that needs help. So uh, whatever I can do and, uh, and, you know, if I can offer music or I can offer my help in other ways, I, I, I do my best, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's important. You know, you got to think about others. You know, we we, we like to worry about ourselves but uh you know you got to worry about others as well right because you actually um you got to work or participate in a benefit with people like um earth Wind, and fire and that was another blend you know and everything you know um yeah. there's people uh, one of the guys from there and then the red hot red hot chili peppers and stuff yeah. like that so that 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 had to be awesome and then i think even ozzy osbourne and sharon was involved with that wasn't they yes so yeah. it was a little, uh, so uh, Verdine White from Earth, uh, Wind and Fire. He's, he's, uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know, I, I know him. So he's, yeah, he's a very nice mm -hmm. guy. He's, uh, yeah, uh, I've known him for years. Um, very, he's, he's very, he's a very good person and, uh, mm -hmm. he's out there to, to protect everybody. Um, I, I don't know Ozzy. I can't say I do, but, uh, <laughs> would be an interesting, uh, would be an yeah. interesting uh, person to be friends with. But, um, uh, that, that's, uh, it was an interesting thing because it was all done. We had mm -hmm. to do it uh, essentially because of the pandemic. We had to do everything right, over, right, the right. Over, over the internet. So virtual, I didn't really yeah. get to, I, yeah, it was all, it was a virtual uh, concert. So it was yeah. a little, uh, I didn't really feel like I was really with anyone. Which, right, uh, yeah. Was, it, it was nice. We did this 9-11 thing, uh, uh, well, on 9-11. Yeah. And we right. actually, it was actually a, a concert. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was also with, uh, with uh, Let Me Help, uh, Inc. and uh, with Soho Johnny and and I did the national anthem with uh, Joey Belladonna from Anthrax. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know we're, mm -hmm. we're doing doing some some cool stuff. There were a lot of performers there. It was a long show, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of great artists and some artists I'd never heard of. Some that had heard of many times. Kim Sledge from Sister Sledge and you know mm -hmm. I mean a lot, lot of a uh, lot of talent and uh, it, it right. was great. To, that was that was my first concert in. I think a year right. and a half. So it's nice being in front of real people again because I've been, I've been performing on Twitch, and all you get on Twitch is a chat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you got you got right. people in the chat saying, "Hey, that was good," and it's like, well, are they being sarcastic? You know, like you don't know. You <laughs> don't know. Right. Like, it's just written, text. and uh, generally, you know, because uh, if people come back, they they generally they come back because they they have a good time. So right. Uh, so, so that's good. So you basically you straight up rock and roll, is that correct? And everything as far as like um the genre yeah, you went now. I would say it's it's uh 
would say it's kind of it's progressive rock, but uh, right. it, was a, it was a classical influence. So there's this, it's kind mm-hmm. of, uh, it, it's a little heavier than ACDC, but uh, uh, not as heavy. I would say not as heavy as Metallica or Megadeth or anything like that. Right. It's it's sort of, I think it's in a, in a, it's a good balance. Have you ever had the, um, you know, thought or idea that the history to, um, to collaborate and step out and collaborate with somebody in another genre? And if, if you did, who would it be? And what genre of music would it be? Good question. Um, that, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm always open for that stuff. I, I think it's, it's a matter of finding uh, or meeting people that want to work with you that you want to work with. So I'm, I'm kind of, I leave it, I leave it open. Um, I think anything I'm really open for any genre, maybe except country or, you know, cause I country, I think I would be lost, but, uh, I, 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 I'm really, I, I love all kinds of music and, uh, I think there's, there's great talent in every genre. So mm-hmm. right. uh, I, I think, I think, yeah. Anything. And I think, uh, you know, and it's interesting to see different genres come and collaborate and I'm going to take it as far as back as, yes. um, let's start with Tina Turner. Okay. Because mm-hmm. she was straight up R and B soul, and then when she went out on her own, she turned that R and B soul and collaborated with the rock and roll flavor. Okay, yeah. And you yeah. go take it, bring it up to date, and, and she was good with it too, and stuff mm-hmm. and everything. Then you take it up to date. Whereas we're gonna talk about the rap genre where you had R and um, Run DMC collaborating with Aerosmith. Is that who they collaborated yeah. with? Yep, yeah, that's so correct. Like that, it's just like dope. And so we haven't seen nothing like that in a long time. So now we got you, you know, know. the next generation that's up younger. So I was just wondering, like, what would that feel like? You know, like if you're looking at, oh. um, you know, like if you do like have in mind, like some like rap artists or R&B artists or even gospel, if you listen to that, like, do you have anybody off the top of your mind you would like to step out on one of our genres and do something with? Uh, I, 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 I was thinking about. It. I was watching. I forget what it was. I think it was the maybe the Grammys and and uh, Kendrick Lamar was doing something that was yeah. really 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 cool. And I was thinking right. it was it was almost, um, it was almost like rock and roll meets uh, meets meets rap, and it was just right. Uh, and I, I was even trying to find the song. I couldn't find the song on on, the, on his album. It may have been a special thing he was doing for that, but uh, the way he did it was was so it was so perfect because he was kind of mixing the two, and I I, I think that. Uh, mixing like distorted guitars with rap is actually is, is a really cool yeah, it sound. Is. It uh, is. I think it's awesome. Crazy. I mean, I, yeah, it, it's a it's an, it's a great thing. So I'm, I'm definitely open for it. Uh, it it's well, been, we talked that into existence yeah. for you because come yeah. Kendrick Lamar, you get Dr. Dre behind you, and that would just be something phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> it it would. I hey, I I, I, it's, I I remember listening to Dr. Dre when I was like a little kid. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so definitely. Yeah. Uh, Anything like right. that, I'm I'm all open for it because uh, I think that if you if you have this mindset that I'm only gonna do you know this much, like I'm only gonna mm-hmm. do a little bit, then you're not really opening up uh, the the possibilities. There are so many things you can do uh, with music and and with entertainment uh, too. So uh, I'm I'm definitely down to to any collaboration like that. Okay, mm. that's awesome. Well, we're about to go ahead in a little. Uh commercial breaky break and then we come back we're going to get into some of your latest projects you've been working on all righty sounds good okay 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 this amazing podcast is sponsored by care time scrubs nurse owned and operated providing scrubs to essential workers and workers who feel more comfortable with scrubs 
You can purchase yours, yes, yours, at www.caretimescrubs.com. That's www.caretimescrubs.com. Can't wait for your order. Mwah. Alrighty. Yo, check out them kid scrubs <laughs> and everything. So, um, all right. So let's just talk about, um, you had this, um, that single, um, you had a, a project called, um, it was called the Firestorm. Is I'm saying that correct? Firestorm. Firestorm. That's it. Yes. Firestorm. So tell us a little bit about that project. Cause you had a hit single from that also called the uh, Rockstar, which you are a rock Rockstar. star. <laughs> so tell right. us about the project. Sure. So, so Firestorm was, uh, was my debut album and, um, mm-hmm. uh, it was, uh, it's a concept album, uh, kind of like, uh, like Pink Floyd, the wall or Pink Floyd, mm-hmm. dark side of the moon. It's just like, it's one album that tells one story. And, uh, it's basically about a teenager dreaming of, about being a rock star, which was kind of, I mean, I wrote this when I was a teenager. So that's, that's how it, uh, came about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I wrote that. It's uh, if you're gonna compare it to the wall, I would say it's a little heavier and uh, it has more more metal elements. But it's not really a metal album, if you ask me. And uh, right. it's sort of it's 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 an hour long musical journey, uh, yeah. and uh, it just kind of it goes back to kind of the the sound of uh, of uh, the seventies and eighties, which is what influenced me the most. And uh, it's just uh, it's heavy guitars and. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's about mental health. It's about uh, uh, making your dreams come true and believing in yourself and not listening to others as much as you <laughs> maybe do sometimes, right. you know. So right. uh, I, I think it's a good message and uh, uh, I think people can relate to it because I know a lot of people don't want to talk about mental health, but uh, it's, 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 it's a serious it's issue. For, it's very important. And uh, it's, uh, I think sometimes people prefer hearing it through music so and that's maybe how i feel too you know listening to music sometimes has a healing effect so, oh, yeah uh, most definitely yes most definitely yes, yes. yeah most so uh and and in my case as a, as a songwriter it actually helps to write music that sort of reflects how i feel and uh mm. it's like uh I'm, I'm getting it sent back to me in, in this you know in the speakers uh mm. so that, sort of it's a good feeling to to be able to sort of express my emotions through through music uh it's a, it's a powerful thing wow agreed agreed that is powerful and i like that so um so now you said the whole project is just like a, a whole journey so it's basically you're telling i don't you're yeah. telling a story like throughout the whole album that's just one thing one yes. it's, it's like chapters basically yeah. you know they're like they're like like chapters in a, in a novel and, uh, right. and rockstar is is even though it's saying I'm a rock star, it's really dreaming about being a rock star. And uh, oh, yeah. uh, when when you watch the music video, you can see there's a little animated Rocky that falls asleep at school and and dreams the the song. So nice. uh, it's it, it, you know it's it's trying to have some fun with all the '80s uh, music videos where everything goes wrong or you know the the bass player gets shocked from the microphone and then he flies up in the air and you know he get he gets stuck up there you know it, it, we're just uh, we're, we're trying to have, have have some fun with it but uh it's uh it's definitely a serious album you know it's it's uh, mm-hmm. about serious stuff 
So, so uh, did um, you have any collaborations? Anybody coming? Like um, any of the producers or songwriters came in to help you on this? I I, I didn't because I. I kind of had a very specific vision and uh, gotcha. we, we, were, we were going mm -hmm. to have uh, Andy Johns who, who worked with Led Zeppelin and, and mm -hmm. uh, the Rolling Stones. And I mean, you name it, he worked with all the rock and roll legends, but he had the misfortune of passing away before we started. So mm -hmm. we, uh, we, we had uh, Kim Richards who, who uh, worked on Pink Floyd, the wall and uh, queen the game. And, you know, other thing, uh, other, other many, many, many great albums. And uh, we sort of, created uh the album uh without andy and uh i had my own band and uh we brought in strings we brought in horns we had horn from tower of power we you know we just mm -hmm. we just wanted to have a lot of real instruments we had we had a b3 organ that was used by ringo star we had you know just just lots, wow. lots and lots of, uh, of little tidbits uh, a lot of goodies uh, rock and roll uh, uh history stuff there so wow. uh it was wow. fun and wow. uh, we recorded the album where uh, Metallica recorded the Black Album. So, mm -hmm. uh, and, and a lot of other. Uh, I mean, it was like CeeLo Green was there for like a year or something. Like, I mean, it's like everybody's been there, and uh, it's a it's a great great studio mm -hmm. that had the. So you were just surrounded by all that history and creative. Yeah. Definitely, wow. and uh, oh yeah, yeah, it, it it felt good because I I I actually watched uh, you know many times when I was maybe like. 16 maybe around the time i actually wrote the album i was watching a documentary from that studio of metallica recording there it was mm. so crazy to be there in mm. person and actually recording there myself because i think it's a possibility right uh, you know right. It, it's like what wait a second i'm i'm here this is where they were no so, i mean it's, no, it's, it's you know, like an out-of-body experience you couldn't you couldn't mm. believe that something that it's, you were dreaming about and watching was actually happening it, it, it's wild and uh, I can imagine. Yeah. We, we were we were we were smart to have cameras there, so we can we can you can act, you can almost do like side by side comparisons of where we were uh, compared to them. So the drums were basically in the same place, and wow. where I was as, as sitting uh, was basically where the guys were sitting. You know, James Hetfield or or Kirk Hammett. You know, it's just it's crazy. You know, it's it's, uh, it's kind of one of those things, especially when you're from and I'm from Norway. And uh, mm -hmm. we, we don't usually have, we don't have that many famous bands and, and, and artists, but uh, we have AHA, uh, mm -hmm. and that's, that's about it. <laughs> so it was, it was like crazy being in LA and being, you know, in a place with so much history. It's right. just, uh, Do you have a favorite fantastic. guitar that you like playing? Like your favorite? Because I know like coming up, like, oh, you know, yeah. he, he had his favorite guitar and stuff. Like, so right. did you, you have that favorite yeah, guitar? I, name I, or anything? I, I, Oh, I, I do. It's uh, I can show you. It's, it's, it's right. It's right here. It's 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 called Pearl. Pearl. Nice. Pearl. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's it's uh, the color is uh, at it least is if you see pearl. the person, it, it's it's got like a pearl. It looks, right. very, it looks very nice in in, in, in person. The, the camera doesn't uh, show it as, Give as you perfectly, <laughs> but uh, right. Uh, it, it's it's great. Uh, I, I I think it's from 2015. It's one of my right. newer guitars, but it's it's uh, it's just uh, it's a great sounding guitar. I, I it, it brings out the best in me. If that makes sense, you know. It's, right. it's sometimes yeah. when, when you play the right instrument, all of a sudden you're playing like you never played before, and that's that's what this one does. What is so, that little thing? Don't y'all hold something in your hand? A little thing to play the guitar with? 
what, like a p- guitar, uh, pick? guitar pick? Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, can I see if you got one? That. Okay, so how is that operating? What is that for? It's uh, because the strings are made out of metal. Uh, it's it's It prevents your fingers from being kind of worn out. You don't have to use this. A lot of guitar right. players uh, don't use a pick. They just play with their fingers. Um, I, I think I'm more accurate with this. There mm-hmm. are different sizes. So there are like usually like this is a I don't know if you can see it or not. This is like a normal size. My okay. pulse is just is 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 a little smaller and it makes it, in my opinion, more accurate. Uh yeah. some people think it's it's too small and they feel like they're dropping it, but that's more about how you hold it. And I, I don't have a I don't have that problem, but uh it's uh it just helps you play better and it does change the tone a little bit too, actually. Bit. So how difficult bit. was it to learn how to play with that in your hand, though? Holding um, it. Uh, it, it takes, you have to get used to it, you know, yeah. with everything, you know, you start with, you know, you start with nothing and then you have to work your way up. And uh, yeah. it's, it's tough when you, when the first maybe couple of months, it's just, it's a, it's a pain. And uh, <laughs> then you start, you, you start getting used to it and then you, you keep, playing and you keep playing and eventually it just becomes natural right and you, and you never forget it once oh, you get used like to it it's, it's like riding, like riding a bicycle yeah right exactly. training wheels okay got you <laughs> got you taking the training wheels off okay well we're gonna get into um steady dj steady are you ready he's gonna get into one of your your songs and everything we're gonna play it you know let the audience right. see it and everything and do Sweet. it all righty Let's go. Let's go. I hate school.
So uh the story behind the teacher is actually <laughs> the the guy who was playing her. Oh the guy. Uh, oh wow. That's a guy. Uh his name is Brandon Shepard and uh he's a he's a comedian and uh, he's mm-hmm. um that was actually based on his teacher. He was telling us about his teacher because we were saying like we need a, a kind of a mean teacher and he, he started doing <laughs> doing that voice. And we said, you know, you just want to do this on the album. And we had him record the audio for the album. And then we're doing the video. We said, do you want to play her? And the and he's like, sure. <laughs> and uh, so there you go. Uh, so it's, uh, it's that's kind of how that came about. I think uh, what was I think we were call her uh, Mrs. Pickles. I think uh, was her name Mrs. or something Pickles. like that. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, was that he, um was that video actually live concert you did or that was just the way y'all set that up the video oh that yeah uh, no that was all filmed for the for the video uh, we filmed wow. it at the Pomona uh, yeah. uh, theater yeah. wow uh, that, so, I mean that just looked there was so much energy there in that video what was yeah. it like create um working on that video and everything oh and... Uh, it was fun uh that, that was that's really the first music video I've done that was like real like production so there's a lot of people there and of course there's a lot of audience people there and, and uh, the whole process was uh i mean we, just filming that uh just the the live uh section of it was like it was a whole day so uh we were filming all day long and uh uh it was it was a process and uh we spent another well we spent another two days filming the the classroom and the and the, um and the uh, the bedroom scenes but uh it was uh yeah it was a lot of fun actually uh right it was, it was just uh unreal it was nice nice having uh, uh all those amps up there and all the old cabinets and, and right the, that's what i was gonna ask was, you was the was, video the music um recorded live doing a video or oh no 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 uh it was okay. just uh yeah the music uh, the the music's from the album and uh, we were just right. uh, miming to it uh, right <laughs> yeah okay who, uh, who did that, uh, well, I'm sorry. No, go I'm ahead, sorry, Kyle. Kyle. Okay. Um, who who did uh, that uh, that animated version of of, of you? <laughs> oh, um, uh, I believe uh, her, uh, the, uh, her name was Nico. I think uh, it, it's on. If you go to my website, you can see a documentary on how the video was made. It's uh, oh, I think it's I about it's like, it's like forty minutes long, but uh, there's a section. I think it's more uh, at the end of the documentary where you can see the, the person that did it and uh the the person if you search the the name of the person i think you can find a video of them actually describing how it was done more in, in detail so uh you can see how it was was made it was it was that was a process too because you want it to look like me uh, right you know but it's animated right. so it's it's, it's a, that's a little tricky but uh you know we figured it out right Right. Yeah, you pulled it off. It was phenomenal. Yeah. The whole concept well, kind of gave me this dirty Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana vibe with, right. you know, oh, yeah. with that dark yeah. scene and that everything yeah. was just so phenomenally put together. That's a great right. song. I love that. Nail on the head, bro. With that one, yeah. I'm a music connoisseur, you know. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. 
the so, whole album is so, so great. You, yeah. Um, one part in the um, song, the lyrics that caught my attention, you said, and I just want to know, um, did it have any other meaning behind it? As Or was it just, it was what you said. You said, even at my high, I'm feeling at, I'm feeling very low. Right. Yes. Um, that's, uh, now I'm not really, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't do drugs or anything, but, uh, it, it was, it, it was really a, a reference to, uh, it was more a reference to, to drinking, but I like, I like saying the word right. high because it, it's more, it makes it cause you can say high and low. It, it was more, more for the lyrical, uh, uh, uh purposes, but, mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of a, it was really a kind of simple simple uh, I, I thought about it when i was uh, like because like when we were kids or not kids but in high school you know we would we would drink beer or something and and you know, we would sometimes get kind of drunk and i was like i don't know if this is necessarily like this doesn't make me feel good <laughs> right and uh, that was just that was just the thought that was just like a thought that i wanted to put in the song was just uh, you don't right. have to do drugs to be happy or like drugs in the sense drug you happy if that right. makes sense right right yeah. it also Which, goes I mean, back to the uh conversation of uh of mental health when people when yes. people talk about even when they're even when they're high when they feel like they're having fun when they feel like they're you know having a good time whatever whatever it may be it, it they don't even have to be in, intoxicated it could be just a natural high but in their minds yes. it could be like you know is this real in, 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 yeah. Is this really happening right now? Do I am, am I supposed to feel this way? Am I even allowed to feel this way? You know, that's what right. I get from a line like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's 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 that's all. That's why I put it in the song was because, uh, you know, happiness can be so can be so fake, and mm. Uh, mm. and uh, it, it's very it's very easy to appear happy even when you're you have so much anxiety or right. or, or, or negative thoughts in inside of you that you don't show to people. So it's, it's, I, I think like almost almost every line that I write has multiple meanings, and that's really why they end up in the song. Mm. It's because I, I, you know, you can you can interpret it in a simple way, which may have been how I wrote it originally, but then, you know, then it's sort of like it it grows on me, you know, as I'm writing mm. it. Right, and you um, and you did a couple of covers, correct? I yeah uh, uh I really started right before the pandemic I I started mm -hmm. I just wanted to do a couple of covers and then the pandemic happened and I was like oh, I might mm -hmm. as well keep making them because it kept me busy and it was fun you know right right and so, so when you do the covers right um because I have this one guy because by the way so that you know um we're gonna get you plugged in um at the end of the show I have a social media app called the block um it's for independent artists and stuff I have this one guy and his name is um he's um. Rico, um, Rico. Uh, I believe that's his name, but he does covers with the guitar, good with it, oh, and he will do great. rap covers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, is that you know? Because I know you did a couple of covers from a couple of other um, artists and stuff, but have you you do like covers from different genres, or it's just one particular genre? I've, oh, I I think I've done, <laughs> I think I've done every genre by now. Uh, a common like, I I because I'm I'm of uh, I do a, a live show on Twitch every week, every Tuesday night, uh, called Rock and Roll Tuesdays. It's not really just rock and roll. I've I've done. I think I did the Bee Gees uh, recently. I've I've done. Uh, mm -hmm. I did. Uh, what's the one? of uh, Fifty Cent uh, in the club. I think I did that at some okay, point. Okay, in the club. Okay. Uh, it was, I, I think I it was. 
you know, like I, I've I've done I've done all kinds of things, and uh, sometimes it's because people uh, ask me if I can do it, or or mm-hmm. or it's just sometimes it's it's almost like a joke when they're requesting it. I'm just like, let's try it, you know. <laughs> you know, it's almost it, a joke, uh, but it comes out nice. All, probably all, right. it comes out nice. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes like I did Old, old Town Road, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm like oh, okay, that's cool. Okay. Um, so it just uh, it it. It depends on on the mood, and I, I try to do like a different theme every week. So sometimes the theme kind of brings out some songs uh, that I normally wouldn't do. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I've I've I have no problem doing anything really, as long as I right. know the song. I have to know the song, you know. That's that's mm-hmm. what it comes oh, down to. And when people do covers, it comes out sounding. Um, it just has this weird, like um, how can I say, like rugged sound to it. Is that what I'm saying it right? Like a rugged, sure. rough yes, sound yes. to it, and but it, it, it just sounds like it, it just sounds different. But it, the, the end result is just dope, and I would love to hear um, some of the covers you did because I know you do covers, and I would love to hear some of your covers mm-hmm. you do. And uh, so hopefully we get to hear that. But let's talk about some of the things that you have coming up. Let us know what you have coming up because I know you've been cast to um, to play in a, um, a show coming out in twenty twenty three. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a. I'm playing a lead in, the, in a movie called Rockin' in Time. And, right, uh, right. It's, uh, it's a rock and roll time travel movie uh, about mm-hmm. a, uh, an 80s rocker that uh, uh, travels uh, to t- uh, 2024. So it mm. starts out in 1984. So that's, um, mm. that's like the very mm. basics of it. And um, uh, he has to find a way to get back. And uh, we will see <laughs> how that turns out. Uh, so I guess we're gonna we have to see how it turns yeah. out. It's going to be weird. I know it's going to be kind of, maybe not, I don't want to say comical, but very interesting because coming from 84 oh, and yeah. 2024 with the whole thing with the internet is different. I can just imagine what's going to go on with it. Oh, <laughs> so much. Yeah, we, we, can, we, we, it's almost we like really want to try to take advantage of that sort of like you, you're coming from the 80s. You don't know right. what the internet is. You don't know this and that. So we just try to. See, we want it to be funny, for sure. Like, right, right. That's okay. why I'm. I, I am yeah. picturing it's going to be comical and everything. Yes. Wow. So you got that coming up. And um, what else? Any more um singles and stuff? Any more albums you working on? We're uh, uh yes, I, I'm I'm working on the next album, which uh, we're uh, we just started the uh, just finished like the 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 full demo of it, so that uh, we can start rehearsing it with the band. We're playing it for people in the industry, so. That uh, we can figure out who wants to be involved, who you know, uh, who can help, and you know, we, we need arrangers, we need all this, all this kind of stuff. So we're trying to figure mm-hmm. out all of that stuff before we go into the studio and actually record it. So like, this is stuff that I've been recording at home, but I really uh, recently just really try to learn how to record properly at home. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so it's not just like these rough demos with an acoustic guitar. Like we're talking, you know, full. Uh, full drums and and keyboards and guitars and everything. So it's it's uh, uh, it's a good uh, place to start. And I th- I think it's uh I, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really good one. I think uh, it's uh, I have faith mm-hmm. in it, and uh, getting good uh, good feedback on it right now. So now all we have so to do is, is record it. So to work on on the project, is anybody in particular yourself that you're looking to recruit in the industry to work on this project with you, or who you would love to have work on the project with you? It's you know it depends on on who who wants to be. Uh, we're uh, 
uh, it would be nice to have maybe like a, a, a legendary guitar player would be nice. Uh, mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. would be nice to have maybe, you know, David Gilmore or uh, maybe Jeff Beck or, you know, some, somebody mm -hmm. that, uh, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people are dying, you know, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's, it's tricky, you know, yeah, it's hard right. to lose, uh, lose people, but uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to have, uh, we already have, uh, uh, we've discussed it with uh, Prescott Niles, who's the bass player for the Knack. You know, my Sharona. Okay. Uh, he's going to play on. A, he's going to play on a track, and because uh, mm -hmm. he's got that sort of that slapping, and he's 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 a great bass player. So I think that's going to that's going to rock. But it's it's mostly going to be my band. But uh, hopefully, we'll have some uh, some uh, familiar faces involved. That'll be cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Got you. Well, let everybody know where they can also find you social media wise and everything. Besides, sure, you know, sure. we're going to be able to find you on a block soon. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, it's Rocky Kramer on uh, everything uh, except Facebook. So Facebook is Rocky Kramer official, but on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, I don't know, YouTube. It's all just Rocky Kramer, and you can just go to Rocky Kramer, RockyKramer.com, and uh, that'll there's a link there for, or there are links for everything there. And uh, you don't also have to follow me on Twitch. Twitch, mm -hmm. yeah, that's all. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Rocky Kramer. Uh, follow mm -hmm. me, and uh, I'll be live tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific. Okay. Awesome. Well, I mean, you know, uh, things went down with this. So, where you gonna be live at on which on on, on which Twitch. platform? Twitch. Twitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully you can get live up on the block too at the same time and everything. And also, go. this is the block. You know, I got a social media platform for independent artists, artists, and any genre, whatever you want to come on, come and post your work and network. We have some phenomenal people come globally, um, come up on the app, on the app, and meet up and connect and network with one another and post your music. So it's in the app store, free, available on WhatsApp app store, free. Um, just type in everything entertainment expo, download the app and. Come join us on the block as well. It's just another platform you can add on to <laughs> where you can oh, be yeah. found. That and we would love to have you on there. And it was such a pleasure having you on the show with us tonight. Absolutely, um, it was, you it was know, a pleasure being one. here. Yeah, this was a pleasure and everything. Um, I can't wait. I'm definitely gonna, you know, be looking out for that. Um, rocking in the time. That's right. Yes. Right, because that's just so it's right up my yeah, alley. Yeah, that just seems like it's gonna be oh, like yeah. a, a back to future. You ever seen Back to Future? Back to the, the future. Yeah. I, I can just see it. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be like the musical Back to Future, I guess, and stuff, something that's, like that. Yeah. But I, I can just imagine and everything. Yeah, so and Doctor um, Who is a rocker. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I like that. It's I like that. Yeah, they're giving you some ideas. Maybe it's something you can take over. Yeah, that's some ideas. Write yeah. this down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, again, you know, um, it was a pleasure having you on. Very talented and everything. Awesome. The video, I mean, that video, I just love. I just thought it was the cutest thing with that little, uh -huh. you know that little character remind me of. It just remind me of that little, uh, another little um, 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 animated character and stuff. Mm. I don't want to say from back in the days, but. I don't know. From a music group character wise or just in general? Are we talking cartoon show. A cartoon show. Because mm -hmm. see, I stopped watching cartoons a long time ago, but I do glimpse at it. And it's just that little character 
just remind me of oh god it, it was just the cutest thing i like i like i love that little video of yours it was so cute that little mm. character that teacher and stuff but awesome job with everything okay i please please go on a block and post covers because i just love to hear covers i love that i really do i just love to hear somebody just take something and do a cover to see what the result is going to be and stuff and mm -hmm. we definitely going to follow you um, i'm we all on so other social media platforms as well besides the bot i'm at second to no one on instagram um steady um you know we're on facebook too as well and stuff and um kyle he's on facebook and instagram as well mm -hmm. too as long as we all want to block too as well so but yeah, definitely, on the block. hopefully we'll have you definitely uh, if you find it in your schedule we can get you back here on the show especially when it comes time to release that movie so you can come and promote that as well and oh, stuff yeah. and, right. um Sounds thank good. you yeah thank you so thank much you guys thank you, thank you so for much. coming on you're very welcome <laughs> thank you thank you and um you um just keep doing what you're doing and good luck with everything thank you very much appreciate that you're welcome it's been a pleasure. again all yeah. righty thank you you have a great night you too yeah Yo, is it? Oh, oh yeah. Right. Shoot. <laughs> right, right. Oh, okay. No, I just, started, I just started pouring over here. So. Right. Real quick, real quick. I just need to know, are we in, at this end scene moment? We end in the scene, Fox? We're done? Uh, we don't have no more announcements? Uh, is it? Well, I just need to know. Come sign up on the block. <laughs> yeah, that's it? Um, okay. I, Let's come sign up on the block. Um, you know, um, we got some things that's gonna work for this week and everything. Just be looking out for the promos for that and everything. And you, you gotta refresh my memory. Come on now. This is when I <laughs> sometimes I need y'all to be, you know, that that pick me, pick me up. I'm for just me. saying after the whole crash of Facebook, crash, I'm kinda <laughs> listen, yes, the crash, you know. Listen, you know, I listen. Just this come to the block, all right? That's all we got. Just That's all we got. The block. You know, yeah. I, I hate just, I, you know, I, I don't want to see other sites crash. We ought to have to come to the block. Just come to the block. Add the block, another uh, method of social networking to your agenda for the day. It mm. costs you nothing at all but to go in your pocket, take out your device or your iPad, whatever, download the block. Go to the app store, type in everything entertainment expo, download the app. The social media platform for that is called the block. Get up on a block, come network with us. Okay. Just stop. Just, you know, stop being leery of things too. Okay. Because let me tell you something. I am an African-American woman with a social media site. Okay. I'm out here doing something very big and trying to make, uh, trying to, trying to bring some, some you know some recognition to us sisters here you know what i'm saying not even sisters women in general so mm -hmm. stop acting and being leery okay because i don't have people approach me about my app and it's like oh well um is it safe is it this is it that is it any virus it's just stop it just cut the bs you know what i'm saying i'd rather you tell me listen i'm not interested in supporting you I'm not interested in your app, but don't sit up there and ask me these questions knowing damn well y'all didn't have access to Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg to ask him these questions. Yes, I signed up on the app as well. Okay, on his app anyway. 
All right. So just stop it. You know, just let's let's be real about it and everything. And if you know, if you I'm, I'm promoting it to you and stuff, just be like, okay, it's just not for me. I just want to stick with what I got. Fine. Don't sit up there and try to because basically I'm not gonna say it's an insult because it's not, but it just makes you sound stupid. Okay, because nobody goes on Mark Zuckerberg's website reading none of his damn disclosures and his um, agreements and terms of services. So mine's is the same as his because it's a social media site. So don't sit up here and try to get, you know, on a high horse worrying about those now that you're coming to mind or you're considering it. Just download the app. Come see what the app is about. If it's not for you, you can just delete the app and act like you was never there. Okay, but stop trying to pick and, you know... Maybe trying to set me up as a failed me, you think? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what, that's what it seems like when you ask me these questions that I know that you're not asking, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or whoever. And I know he's Mark Zuckerberg. He's been around for a while. But the main, the, the point what I'm trying to make is that you gave him a chance. So why not give me a chance? Because you gave him a chance, open, went ahead, signed up on the app, had no revelations or whatever about it and stuff. I'm offering you the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just only been around for a year instead of being around for 10. How long Facebook been around? Um, been around for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the all um, of MySpace and Tom disappeared. Right, exactly. So, you know, it's nothing that's going to hurt you. There's no spams. Anybody's been on my app. They have not got no no viruses to their phone. Okay. The terms of services is just the, the the standard terms of services for a social media website. So the damn FBA FBI is not gonna come tearing out your door because you're now on a block. All right, or nobody's gonna come looking for you. Okay, your, your information is not gonna be sold to nobody and everything. So I'm just trying to hit all of whatever y'all could be thinking about can happen by joining my site where y'all never gave two thoughts about joining um, Mark Zuckerberg's site. And y'all know, and you know, y'all don't even know him, but you know me, you know? So let's just stop the bullshit and stuff. Come on to the block. I'd love to have you. All right. No love lost. <laughs> my name is DJ Stady. Are you ready? And I approve this message. <laughs> Kyle, any closing remarks? Honestly, I think that was another great show, an awesome way to start off the week. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, even though I am familiar with some of his stuff, I still got new music li- to listen to as well, and a documentary mm-hmm. to watch. So uh, and a movie to and a movie to look out for. So mm-hmm. that, so definitely check out his you know his Twitch stream and everything else like that, and um, definitely you know check us out because we're coming out with new stuff every week. Which seems like it, which which seems like every day there's really non not like nonstop content really. So big ups to everybody, you know, everybody tonight. Tonight was another, you know, was another great show. And I'm hoping for just great success moving forward. Amen to that. And real quick, people, bam, in your face. Don't know if y'all can see it, but just for the conspiracy theorist people out there, you okay. know, the people that didn't believe she I ain't going to say she. Well, I've been converted to a believer now. So I just want to pull that out there. And this concludes our show. That's right. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Be safe. You know what I'm saying? And don't forget to give me those numbers when they pop up so I can play a lot of You know what? <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. I'll holler at little note. Hey, little Coco, you're going to see this video. I messed up with your song. Don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Steady. Play the next one. Okay, okay, let's see here.
I mean, he screwed these things up good too, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that we don't call him steady or you ready for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, okay. Back on your speed. Yep, got That's that. That's not one. gonna lose. The one man you said, Dino and GI, <laughs> my guys. <laughs> Somebody rocking, babe. There you go. <laughs> we got one more for you, and it's not going to be a shy cut. Nope, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no shy cuts. Okay. It's just too easy for him. What is that? Um, whatever you want. Is that what it is? My heart He got Jodeci right. I'm just. Where's Jodeci? It's, it's one of them. It's one of them Jodeci Jones. I hear that heavy KC and them harmonies with Jodeci. <laughs> it was i mean how did that it feel awesome. coming back in that era with all those groups it was you jodeci um boys to men and stuff like what it was it like you it know just being a in the moment like i knew in that moment that that was a special like i knew that that was just the special times we were in like i knew yes. it didn't take the future for me to look back and be like yo those was dope like i knew right. then that everybody was a one of one first of all like jodeci did not sound like boys to men Shy right. didn't sound like Jodeci. Right. Sid didn't sound like yeah. Shy. H Town didn't right. sound like nobody. Like UNV, Mint Condition. All these groups had their own sound. Portrait. They just had their yeah. own sound, and it was all dope, though. Then SWVJ, you know. I mean, you got down to the, you know, like the changing faces and the seven hundred twos and all that, and all that. But, but yeah, those, we all had their sound. The and then the Missy Timberland Aaliyah movement and Genuine, you know, came right. through and. That was just something yeah. different right then there. The 112s popped up in the Jagged Edge. They didn't sound nothing like each other. Like, right. it just totally not. Drew Hill came out with Drew, um, your boy from my man Cisco, which is my, I love Cisco. Like, we've been doing a lot of shows, and I, I, yeah. I, I, I they one of my favorite groups to watch perform, Drew Hill. Right. Like their performances to be off the chain. Like, yeah. Cisco gets into this, like, actors, like, method acting kind of mode before he goes on. And he just becomes this, this whole other, it's a trip to watch it. Like, yo, it's entertaining as hell. And he, he yeah, can blow. Yeah, it's very entertaining. His voice can blow. Yeah. But this voice, I remember early on, I always felt like he had the same stuff in his throat that KC kind of had, like some of the similar, that growl mm -hmm. old man kind of sound. And, mm -hmm. and a little different, but similar enough to where I saw a similarity. But at the same time, they were different enough to be their own thing, mm -hmm. too. Right. And right. I love Drew Hill music, man. So, but they all... Basically, everybody was different from each other, and um, right. like when we had our shows, when it was like Jade, SWV, H Town, Shy, Silk, we would all stand on the stage, on the side of the stage, and watch each other each other perform because we genuinely liked each other's hits and was rooting for each other. Like, like everybody was dope to us. Like, if I wasn't in the group shot, I would still put these would be on my playlist because they right, just dope right. points, you know. I and just so, considered the whole era like a movement with y'all, right? Like a straight up movement. 
and everything, you know, because I mean, you had the new additions when they was out, but it wasn't too they're many. The Godfathers. They're the Godfathers. Right. They're the Godfathers and stuff. But I mean, you guys just came out and it was like, uh, like you said, everybody was different. Everybody had their own sound and everybody yep. was just dope, but it was just a whole movement and stuff and yep. everything. Yep. And oh God, y'all just gave us so much. You still giving us so much. So tell us what's up besides you. I know you got the album, the, um, your solo album. You said the guys that came on and they was also helping you in, um, on doing some things with you. But what else we can expect from Shy and everything and golf and Dr. Brooks? <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to get traction in schools, building bridge programs to help like on um, black high schools and, and, and black mm -hmm. studies departments interface with each other, you know, in the hoods and I'm also trying to develop this thing called an artisan scholar initiative where I'm introducing skilled trades as part of a core curriculum with STEM con concepts. So mm -hmm. our babies, once they graduate, they don't only can be college track with the STEM stuff, but if everything mm -hmm. breaks down, even though they develop that academic, but they can't get hired, they can have a trade, a skilled trade that they have learned and gotten a, a certification for, or they can do, they can put up a drywall, they can do electricianship, they can cut some air, skills right. that you can still make money and not be handicapped. But um, mentally ambidextrous enough to have both a trade for entrepreneurial track as well as your. So I'm fighting to get that put in fourth grade type of settings where I feel like the premises, mm -hmm. different ethnicities need contoured educations to produce the solution Absolutely. set to the problems that plague their particular ethnicity. Different people have different pathways and different plights. And so that through education, you can correct that if you produce the solution set. So let's contour our educational criteria to produce a product through our kids coming through and matriculating that's going to then allow the neighborhoods and the communities to be stronger based on what they are learning so if they're armed with entrepreneurial skill sets and a viable uh, skill problem skill set as well as the college track type of basically is combining booker t washington and wb du bois's philosophies together and having Ooh. a both hand instead of an either or yes. so booker t and, and, and du bois du bois wanted the talented 10th the college track people to be the leaders and kind of get respect for the for the uh race through that you know showing that they you know they can infiltrate political stuff and do all the different things through their education and booker t washington was like look we can build literally build community by dropping our pills right here getting in the land working it building our structures and creating our own and and, and keeping it in-house and and, and and having respect for ourselves through our own how we doing our work for ourselves and okay. i'm like both of those can be, it don't have to be an either or they can be both and so right. respect for skilled tradesmen some kind of way they got pushed down on like some kind of blue collar level where people mm -hmm. who put up drywall or electricians or plumbers they look at it as some kind of second tier now nah, they get to work when in houston when all that weather came the dudes who can cut a hole in the wall and fix your plumbing they the ones who was getting money or everybody yeah. else couldn't even leave a house and all right right we need to think i rethink what you know the, the and then there's a lot of people, sort of the earth type people that do these jobs that don't get the respect as people and skills. A lot of those trades people, but everywhere in the world, somebody need their haircut. If you got that skill, you can go yeah. anywhere and make money. Everybody in the world needs electricians. And so yeah, our kids need to have equal respect for those people and those right. compositions and not look at it either or where they can do one you on your vocational right. track or the cop. No, both of those could be part of you. So when you graduate, you can still go to college and then have this hustle and then employ people. Like right, you can, right. Let it build community because the skilled trades are in like communities, like houses and small businesses. Where it's who hires the electricians and the plumbers. So you're right. in the community. So you still the salt of the earth because you're dealing with people that look like you. And so you're getting respect mm -hmm. and you're respecting community values because you're helping build them. But you also got the college track stuff where you're seeing the macro pictures and the philosophies and the theoretical stuff that they teach you. And you can join them together like the skeletal system and the muscular system. You can make a whole thing 
that's sustainable and viable. And we need that. And we don't have it. So I'm working right. on stuff like that. So you'll be hearing my name attached to different things like that. And Lisa said, this is beautiful what you're doing, giving that back to, to our youth and back to our community. And that is absolutely phenomenal. Wow. Thank you. I'm trying Gosh. my best to make wow. some kind of mark in that way. So we need that. Our babies need that. And um, it, it'll change our communities if we if more people had double skills like that. Like, you know, if everybody it just came with the territory, yeah, you're going to have your math and science and you're going to be dope with that. And you can, you know, your technology and all the stuff. But you're going to be able to do some trade, something with your hands that you can just you're going to fix a car. You're going to be able to put the air to your engine. You're going to be able to do some welding. You're going to be able to do some kind of plumbing, some drywall, something where you can build like real life skill stuff. Because right. face it, all the PhDs in the world, if this society broke down, we got put in the wilderness. We wouldn't know how to sustain ourselves or live or build a damn right. Right. Know nothing right. about the real world. That's the real world. We know about this theoretical world that, that capitalism has taken over and presented to us is, is solid, but we don't really have survival skills like we think we do. And so I'm thinking that we need more of that kind of stuff working with our hands. And, Absolutely. You know. Right. So. And it's like you, I'm looking here, just listening to everything that you done, every knowing everything you done did. Like you're such a, like the, the ultimate epitome of a role model, like in every direction. The uh, you know, music, right? The music, you know, the thing on the music, um, um, industry. Um, you, you're just letting them know it's important to go back to school, and then you know, I, I just can't. It's like I'm just overwhelmed right now. I'm so serious <laughs> and everything. Jackie said, "I'm with you. I work with the youth." Jackie works with the youth as well. Yeah, she works with the youth with the fashion and models. She has a um school called J Love of um Etiquette and Fashion. Those. Okay. Yes, oh. and um, she works with the community. She gets them out there. Um, she works with, um, you know, um, and she works with kids um, with autistic kids as far as oh wow yes and modeling etiquettes and everything on the runway. She just got an award for that and everything. Oh, yeah. So giving back to our youth is so important and everything. And I, I, you know, that's another amazing thing and stuff. And I, and I know I just want to thank you so much. Also, you my nephew who just you spoke to earlier like you know what it is for people that's incarcerated that is just something like big to him when he came was able to speak to you somebody who he looked up to growing up right. an icon he still looks you the icon he actually where he's at right now got to sing a song with you stuff like that matters and it's not always the big thing that you do giving back it's the little things you understand what i'm saying no that, just, that made me feel i got as much out of that as he did so it's like because yeah. that's real life human stuff like yes right I, I feel good being a part of that like that's right. that rewards me more than like getting paid for a show like that's a real thing right there right it is and that just yeah. like made his day like you know he, what you gonna do he's gonna go back and just think about remember that and everything and jackie she said um you got the comments rolling in. Um, I would love to have you in my show next year. So you and her could no work problem. that out and everything. Um, Garfield, let everybody know. Fly, you know <laughs> yeah, Jackie's good with it, hon. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal good with it, hon. She, uh, you you got to ask around about her. You know, you mentioned Absolutely. Jackie Love. You're going to ring bells. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, let everybody know where they can find you at the social besides the block. And thank you so much for signing up on the block. That's my oh, yeah, yeah. that I created <laughs> for um entertainers and artists to come network because I felt they had LinkedIn, Facebook, and you know Instagram, but they had nothing for like the entertainers and you know artists and stuff. And I came up with that. Me and my brother, we um, you know, we 
started that up a couple of years ago and unfortunately he passed away and wasn't here to see it oh, roll out and everything so but thanks for signing up on my app to block and stuff you know it's new but hopefully we get to you know it's, it's by us for us basically yeah so, 